0: What's up, guys? Kels, Charles, and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello.
1: Hello. Oh, happy Friday. And this time I actually mean it because the Dan stands have ascended onto this podcast network, guys. Dan Quinn is sticking around.
0: The only reason I would get up early on a Friday morning to <laughs> discuss football things outside of megan murray would be (laughs) wag daddy dan himself i for one i have to be honest with you it's it's like breaking news like this that reminds me that none of us know what the heck we're talking about because (laughs) i would have bet money actual dollars that this man was going to leave go take a head coaching job like he had such interest from a significant amount of teams and granted like some of them were just hot mess express and you wouldn't want to touch them with a 10 foot foot pole a la grinch but some of them (laughs) could have maybe been an interesting opportunity so i mean either way here we are and uh I'm happy this is falling close to a weekend because we're going to celebrate.
1: Um, yes, but, okay. So I feel like, um, I've, I've definitely t- been pessimistic about this solely to like protect my own feelings. Um, but I believe we did, did discuss the pot where like it's possible that Jerry could make it right and that he wouldn't find the right situation out there. But then I was, like, telling myself, no, when Dan Quinn's gone, when he's gone, when he's gone, and I am overjoyed that we will get more Swag Daddy Dan in our lives. And I know that the uh, players are as well. They were dropping some, like, small font on their stories. Like, that's a real mofo right there. And, like, are you serious? you're all hyped. Like that. Yeah, I sent it to you yesterday.
0: Oh, my bad. I got to catch up with my DMs.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. For you, we, uh, Kelsey and I probably send like 500 things to each other on a daily basis in like three or four different mediums of social media. So um, it gets lost in the shuffle, but yeah, there, there were players uh, posting on their uh, reposting that he um, was hired or not hired was (laughs) staying on. And that um, they're literally like the small font on uh, Tony Pollard's was that's a real mofo. And I was like, that's right. (laughs) Even the offense. You hear that, Jerry? You hear that?
0: Honestly, it's, I think everyone is just so excited and rightfully so. I mean, we've talked about it over and over and over and over and over again this past season, what Dan Quinn has been able to come in and do with this defense. But obviously, again, like you just mentioned, the entire team. And I kind of want to like, I kind of want to start and dive into some speculation with you for a minute because I love to speculate. I just, again, like I, I, this, I was just not expecting this. And, and I'm, I, I think there's a couple things at at play. (laughs) And again, like (laughs) I have not spoken to Jerry Jones. I just want to make sure that I qualify (laughs) this. Like, don't go out and be like, hashtag breaking news. This is why. But, I just I I think I texted you guys, you and Dave or and you, one of our other friends, like and and genuinely I would be hard pressed to believe that Jerry Jones didn't have some sort of at least like due diligence type of conversation, not even due diligence, some type of conversation where he's like, listen, Dan, we love you, we want to keep you, you're incredible. Like, I will figure out how to make it happen if you don't take one of these opportunities, but just know like, I I I feel like he might've potentially dropped like a potential potential head coach and waiting com- comment to him. I mean, it just it, to me, I feel- You know like, I don't even wanna wait. <laughs> I know, I'm not even joking you guys. Yesterday I was like, hey, we we're in this group text. And I was saying like, I was like my favorite narrative is the one where diehard Cowboys fans like to talk about M.M. and Meg goes, she's like, excuse me, like M.M., I'm M.M., like don't even go there, like don't even try, like she was like going in, on, it was phenomenal quite frankly. Um, yeah, I believe I called him a fraud. Yeah, she, Meg, Meg Murray's like, hey um, do you still have your place up in Green Bay because you should go? Like you should, Yeah, you can leave. Actually, I say go to
1: Pittsburgh. Like, go home. Like, nobody wants you. So, I, I guess – I, I mean, obviously – Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go. Oh, okay. So, the Sean Payton news obviously dropped this week that he is not um, going back. And so, I have a couple friends that are Saints fans, and um, I was – just you know, talking about like, oh, that means he's coming to Dallas, lol. Like, obviously, I was kidding because there's a lot of. I even stated I was like, there's a lot of things that would have to happen. Like, there's got to be a trade, and I was like, that's cool. Send Mike McCarthy, and I was just, I was like, just kidding. Nobody want him. Like, and they're like, no, please, no, don't send him here.
0: So, see what I mean? He's for the streets. I I will say. Um, <clears throat> one of the reasons why I feel like Jerry, it would have made sense for him to have that head coach and waiting conversation with DQ. Is yeah. A just the nature of like who he is as a person, like he's at his core, he's always going to be like this sales guy, right? Like he's like, I want the biggest, baddest challenge. Like he thrives off of that. Right. Like that's just who he is. And so I feel like in general, a that's why, but B I did hear some rumblings around some actual potential due, uh, yeah, some actual due diligence that was done around Sean Payton, and I was like, "Oh, really? Um, so how do how do we know about these said contract details and X, Y, Z, and some of these nuggets that feel um, <clears throat> pretty detailed for?" some someone who's retaining their head coach so um yeah i mean it's it's been it's been a it's been a slow news week i guess but uh i'm i'm intrigued by this head coaching situation here in dallas just in general i, I really am like the fact that you know jerry went on one of my fan a couple weeks ago and was like very mm. livid <laughs> and very very but, yeah Yeah. I mean, I just, but then, but then, you know, if you take a step back and you're like, okay, well, Mike McCarthy was, I mean, I think the team was pretty successful this season, all things considered minus the fact that they didn't get the job done. And I think that's like the sticking point for this team, obviously.
1: Well, and I think like, I think we've said this kind of over and over again it's just like they have all the tools just let them go let them be great and there is something like keeping them from doing that and I'm not going to say it was solely like it was Mike McCarthy but I mean there's there are guys that empower their guys to go be great like when and I said this I said this last week when Andy Reid at um, the end of that game when there was 13 seconds left and he was like, when things are grim, go be the grim reaper. Like that's, first of all, that's badass. Second of all, time. like that's a, that's an Andy Reed thing. Like he empowers his players. And I just don't get the sense that Mike McCarthy, Mr. Show up late to practice, Mr. Like let my guys like coach for me, Mr. I watched a bunch of tape in 2019, hire me Jerry. No, I didn't like I don't get the sense that that he does that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: So you feel like so you basically you're not giving McCarthy any credit for no. like Dan Quinn's <laughs> what he was able to do. Like you're like, listen, like you kind of you're you're a bus driver and like I think congrats.
1: Yes, and I think that he swerved the bus and hit a couple potholes and like kept them from being great in some scenarios and like really screwed up a lot of clock management and just management of the game in general. And I think that he was in like, he impeded this team's progress and that somebody like Dan, who has a lot more like football knowledge um, and just like overall likability would be a better head coach.
0: Yeah, I was talking to someone about this the other day because again, like you mentioned, one of the <clears throat> just frustrations, like as someone who's been around the team, even just in like the media capacity and but in, but in general for as many years and like you you've been a, a diehard you know, fan, like obviously you've been following them for way longer than I have. But either way, I, I think one of the things I get so frustrated about is like you just said, it seems like. They have all the pieces, and they just can't seem to get it done. And when I tweeted that a couple of weeks ago, when the season was ending, people were like, Oh, they don't have all the pieces." At all. And I'm like, "Listen, in the salary cap era, yes, they do. <laughs> like, I don't know where." No, you- they absolutely. Yes, like this is not a blank check society. At least in the NFL, within the confines of like player contracts, if and it that- was, we'd win every year. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And so, like if you really genuinely want to take a look at it, they do have like significant strong pieces at most of the positions. And like, I just, it, it is what it is, but what I really think, I have no other option, but to think this and why they haven't been able to take it to the next level is I really do feel like there's just so much star power. and I, That's, you know, cliche, but also pun intended. And there's just so much noise Around this team from a A, you're in Dallas, there's so much going on in Dallas, it's a big market. B, it's the Dallas Cowboys, and we've known for years they're more than just a football team. And whether you like that or not, it is the facts. And I wonder like if a coach like a Dan Quinn, who comes from Atlanta, which you know is has some similarities a little bit to some of the components and dynamics around this team has had more success at least initially or could have more success in a head coaching role in an environment like this versus you know someone like McCarthy who it's like all right now um make sure you guys don't spend too much time at the one steakhouse in town tonight here in uh Green Bay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't sit in Nick and for too long.
0: <laughs> I you know like I don't know like don't go downstairs i i just i wonder if i i don't know i don't know what else to chalk it up to at times because it's just so baffling but i i think that you know if i were to take a step back i look at dan quinn and i'm like maybe he just handles this type of environment better and then you know a mike mccarthy like you kind of just mentioned
1: well and sometimes like it's not the best way to learn things but when you Uh, when you're growing up and you're like, oh, wow, I shouldn't touch this oven. It's hot. (laughs) And and then you touch it and you burn your hand. Dan Quinn essentially did that with his, you know, stint in the super, his first stint in the Super Bowl as a head coach. Like he's been burned. He's learned a lot of lessons. And like, if you talk to anybody in Atlanta, they didn't hate Dan Quinn. They're just like, there we need to blow this entire team up.
0: Yeah. Except yeah. for
1: Matt Ryan. Everyone wants to keep Matt Ryan. I don't get that. Like, go be great somewhere. Go be Matt Stafford somewhere. Um <laughs> But you know, I just I think that he's learned a lot from um his experience. And like that's and I know like he went out for a couple jobs, and like every there's a lot of narratives like, oh they didn't want him in Denver or they didn't want him here. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, but We do want him here. Like the team clearly wants him here. So, and he he even won an award. What was it that I was telling you about? He won, um, hold on. He won the NFL's top assistant coach award here in Dallas. He stated he wants to stay here and win a Super Bowl. Like my guy wants to go back and he wants to go with us and I'm here for it. (laughs) <laughs> and I say give him the big clipboard
0: I mean, I think it really is telling about just who he is as a person, to be quite frank with you, the fact that he had so much interest from other teams for head coaching opportunities and he opted to stay. I really do feel like, you know, I don't know. He didn't take meetings until after we were out. Yeah. Like that to me, we talked about him being a players coach. That's badass in my personal opinion, because I just think it's respectful. It's it's he's like, listen, like I've got a job in front of me, like I've got guys working their ass off for me and it 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 wouldn't feel right to be taking meetings to try to potentially leave and then turn around and have to go into a a meeting room and be like, hey, man, like I'm here for y'all, like blah, blah, blah. When it's like actions speak louder than words, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and, I mean, I look at some of these opportunities, like he didn't even touch Jacksonville and like good for him on that. But then, you know, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's kind of they've it, I don't want to touch Chicago either, to be honest with you. I'm happy for Floose. I really am because like I'm actually surprised yeah. so long to get a head coaching opportunity. I'll just to be totally honest with you. Um, But yeah, I mean, Chicago's kind of a mess. Denver, like their GM
1: actually, situation.
0: Yeah. Denver selling their team, like Denver's in this weird place, which this will be super interesting to just watch in general. If you like the business of sports, which I nerd out over as, as you guys know, like, Hey, did you know I run train training camp? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like there's the, you know, Peyton Manning, apparently I started to pull together some funds like for an ownership team. I, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's while that's intriguing from a fan of the business perspective, I bet you from a perspective head coach, he's like, I'm going to wait till y'all like settle down and figure it out, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. for me to decide if that opportunity makes sense to me. Because like, I don't even know what that opportunity looks like. Cause y'all don't even know what that opportunity is going to look like, you know?
1: exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: So. And it's like, <clears throat> if you have the opportunity, opportunity to stay with the team where like I'm telling you I was watching yesterday I you know I lurk on the social media like I'm yeah. telling you it wasn't just defensive players that were post like reposting that he is staying with the team like there are guy, all, guys on all sides of the ball like special teams guys there were offense op, 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 wow why was I gonna say offense so weird <laughs> There are guys on offense that are posting about him <laughs> and I wish do everything that I had a like camera on Micah, like finding out that Dan was staying, that would be fun. Yeah, Like he just has this team's respect and I think he respects this team. And I think that he just like kind of personifies everything that I want in a coach of my football team that I, uh, unfortunately get my heart broken by all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think, I mean, it's, it's a massive win and I definitely think there's some yeah. dynamics in the background that maybe the public isn't privy to, like we've kind of alluded to, or, you know, again, like yeah. dis- spe- speculation that are probably made it easier for him to make this decision, but also like, let's yeah. not, let's not discredit the con the concept of being able to, if, if he like, if you want to go like full, like you're a football guy, being able to coach. And and help grow a talent like a Micah Parsons must be one of the most thrilling things in his career. Like honestly, genuinely, truly, uh, like he will look back on his time here in Dallas, whatever that looks like, and however long he is here. And that this is special. Like you don't find a guy like a Micah Parsons. And we've talked about like him and what he can do on the field, but that must be really freaking fun for a Dan Quinn to have to have been at the head coach level in Atlanta and I'm I know he's always been defensive minded because that's kind of where his background is but I don't know that as a head coach you genuinely have as much time to be in the weeds daily with some of these players like super one-on-one again I've never been a head coach I don't know uh but I feel like it might be kind of nice for him where he where he took some time off from the game. And he was like, okay, here's the things that set my soul on fire. Here's what I love about football. Here's why I I miss it. And I want to go back. And he just kind of stuck to the simple things in this coordinator role because he can. And I think he like genuinely has enjoyed that. I don't think that's going to be his, his path forever, but I think he's like, yeah, this is a very unique position to be in where I have really pretty incredible piece of you know pieces to the puzzle in terms of some of the special talent on the defensive side of things. You're in a place like Dallas where you still have, excuse me, a lot of exposure. Uh, you've got a potential opportunity. If things don't shake out with, you know, your direct boss in Mike McCarthy, uh, something could come yeah. of that. Like, I just think it's a very unique set of circumstances for a coordinator to be in. And I'm, just um, I keep rambling, but I'm just over the moon that he's staying, and I'm just I'm I was could not have expected that. I'll be honest,
1: right? And I think I I feel like a lot of people um, are talking about you know a lot of coaches got fired, and they refer to it a lot as like go do the Dan Quinn thing, where you like go be great somewhere and like earn a bunch of head coaching opportunities or interviews or whatever um and so it's like a whole league kind of recognizes like what we have here um and whether or not he like had a ton or like knocked out a bunch of interviews or found the right situation like that doesn't take away from the fact that he had such a phenomenal year and he's like we're in a really lucky position to have him come back so yeah you know say what you want yeah. But there is another uh, coordinator of ours that is out there still interviewing. I kind of want to get your thoughts on uh, Kellen taking a second interview with the Dolphins.
0: I mean, listen, I don't know. Again, like, it's that organization's a hot mess. What they did to Brian Flores is nothing short of like pass, go and go straight to jail like what are we what are we doing like what are we doing and i know like don't collect
1: two hundred dollars
0: correct like you don't i go sit in the go sit in the corner like that was such a ridiculous thing and i say all that because you know like now he's having serious conversations with them and i'm like okay so how do you know they're not going to do that to you are you just banking on the fact that like you could go to boise if you if like all goes to hell. And then you're just, you know, that's like your, your backup plan. Like, like I know most people have like a, have a fallback guy on their roster in terms of dating. Maybe you don't, did I just expose people? (laughs) But like, how do you know you're not gonna be that, that backup B? And like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you do know. And I just feel like eyes wide open, baby.
1: It's just like it's crazy to me how like at the beginning of the year I was like, "No one can take Kellen from us," blah blah blah, blah. and now I'm like, "You can even get C D Lamb the ball, like you can go." <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. I mean, again, and like that's like what's been so crazy to me to to watch with all these coaches and coordinators. The trajectory has been, I mean, it's been a freaking roller coaster. I'm like, buckle up! Like everyone was excited about getting Mike McCarthy and like finally getting a football guy in the building. And then they're like, wait, we're, we don't even, we don't even know what defense we're running or you're not going to put numbers on their, on their practice jerseys. Like, and then it just was, you know, uphill, downhill, uphill, same thing with Kellen, like Kellen, Kellen, the God, like God forbid last season, anyone be allowed to talk to Kellen Moore. And again, like yeah. we it's like it was very much like a Dan Quinn narrative where we're like, he's the head coach and waiting potentially, blah, 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 And now people are like, you you gotta go. So I say all that, like, I don't know. I mean, I think a, a guy like Kellen, especially coming off of this past year, his stock has fallen. Um, and I think that if he genuinely wants like a head coaching opportunity, it might be at the caliber of. Uh, franchise of the Dolphins or of Jacksonville, which they clearly don't have their ish together. Uh, but yet that might be the shot that you have. So I don't, again, I, I, I don't know. I could see him taking it. i um, good for him, but I also could see him not taking it. And then yeah. Dallas fans, you know, go and just, you know, have have pickets and all the other things up at the star <laughs> as he drives. The I, don't, I don't morning. think
1: anyone's like really in a rush to kick him out, but I'm just like, what is, is the? I want to know what is the reason that you did what you did. Like, was it you, or was was it like were there other things at play? Like, because all I see is you with the with the playbook. So. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I mean, like it out. it's hard <laughs> talk to talk about it? <laughs> it. It is, though. Like, it's hard to tell because, you know, yes, he is the play caller. But ultimately, <clears throat> like McCarthy was saying, like the buck, it it, it starts to stop. It ends with me, you know, like. So yeah. it's not like he didn't have the blessings of McCarthy to do what he's been doing. Or maybe he didn't have blessings. Like, I don't know what those guardrails look like because. I'm not in those meeting rooms and I yeah. do think like people like Mark, Mike McCarthy, Mark McCarthy. Did I almost just say Mark McCarthy? <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. We're, how soon we forget you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Listen yeah. up Mark. It's like, it's like Mike, <laughs> McCart- Mike McCartney, like the agent on Twitter. If you guys don't follow <laughs> him, super sidebar, phenomenal follow. <laughs> F- fantastic.
1: It- yeah. He always gets all the, the, trolls yelling at him about like what he did during a game and it's like he's like I'm not Mike McCarthy
0: <laughs> truly it's premium content for free so go ahead and smash that fall yeah. on him it's amazing but you know I think I just feel like I don't know I don't know I feel like he he was pretty locked down on certain things and he does go full football guy whatever that means but I don't think he shows all his cards. I don't think we know all the details of like how he runs the team because I think he keeps that kind of close to his vest. And so I wonder if there are any dynamics at play that he has that may or may not be an unfair assessment of Kellen Moore based on what he actually has been allowed to do. I don't know all that. I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, which I don't know if he even deserves that. And, you know, maybe he really truly is just Jason Garrett 2.0. And he's not as you know creative as we thought. And the Tony Pollard jet sweep is the most creative thing we're going to see from him ever. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Um, he makes see more of it. Like, we can talk. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do I <laughs> think it's likely that he gets a job? Uh, if he does, it's going to be at one of these hot mess express teams. Um, you know, and congrats to him on that. Hopefully he maintains his connections in Boise and is like, Hey, listen, I know I'm going to take this job, but I still love Yeah. yeah literally that, like he,
1: my advice <laughs> to
0: Kellen Moore would be if you leave the Dallas Cowboys, you better make sure that your backup B and your roster, uh, AKA Boise is they feel nice and loved still so that you can yeah. call them. if. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so send them flowers yes <laughs> text them on valentine's day uh text them on christmas be like hey stranger <laughs> back in town how, you doing? You <laughs> how have you been <laughs> oh my god do you want to meet up for a quick drink <laughs> <laughs> so long. <laughs> can you guys tell this you're, you're looking good yeah. Oh my god, you look so good. Yes, I know, because I dropped the dead weight, aka you. Um <laughs> Anyway. Uh yeah. So those are my thoughts, I'm sticking to them. And um I have one last thought that is just really not relevant but relevant to my life and to my personal life experience and the experience of Kelsey Charles. I have a real problem with Taco Bell closing at midnight. Um they need to stay open till 2. That's all she wrote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the girl wants her cheesy to
0: crunch, y'all. Mess. <laughs> it is quite literally eight thirty a.m. on a Friday, and I'm out here like, I need a taco supreme, cheesy gordita crunch. Like, I will tell you guys though, in um, in my youth, and by youth I mean now, I will tell you, Panera mac and cheese is ready at 8 a.m. in the morning, if if you ever need that, which I'm not saying you do, I'm not saying it'll save you, but I'm not not saying it won't save you. So you're welcome for this tidbit. I know this is the kind of content you came here for. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, always, always uh,
0: keeping, it, keeping it real. Yes, always. All right, Maggie, uh, do you have anything else for the people? I'm um, I just feel like you and I are going to probably uh cheers to our guy DQ. I think uh it was fun celebrating with you guys all on Twitter yesterday and think you all know how much we love him so we are right there with you and super excited about it and uh we're going to have a couple beverginos this weekend to celebrate. I'm pretty sure. I can I can forecast that in the future.
1: <laughs> I would say so. Um I am just really pumped up that Dan is going to be, be- back dan stands unite swag daddy dan forever uh bring back the monochromatic suit like bring back the uh the backwards hat yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good year
0: i'm not gonna <clears throat> lust over a married man but like he has great style so congrats to him on that
1: like we said it's not about that it's about wanting to be his best friend that's all
0: and now you can be best friends too We've got one more year, at least, to uh, figure that out. So, we're going to make that a priority. (laughs) Big manifestation of besties and happy hours at the Star in the future. All right, guys. Um, Thank you all so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. We hope you have the greatest Friday. I'm just in a really good mood. Wow. Um, And best weekend. We... Do appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to the blog and the voice podcast feed. We got a lot of good offseason content coming for y'all as well. So um, you can find us on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Also coming out with Megan I'm on social media. I am on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles and Megan is at Meg Murray with for ours on everything. Um, And while we are currently not playing any games, there's still a tried and true narrative and saying that we must depart and leave you with. And Megan, I will just let you do the honors.
1: Dallas forever, Philly for never, birds are not real.
0: Bye guys.